Hello, and welcome to the e-learning and instructional design for beginners podcast, where new and aspiring instructional designers start, grow, and advance their careers in instructional design and online learning development. I'm your host, Crystal Harper. I'm a former school teacher who transitioned to instructional design, all while working full-time as a single mom. Would you like to become a successful instructional designer without the burden of earning another degree? Well, then let's get started. Welcome to the e-learning and instructional design for beginners channel. Today, I have a special guest, Marina Arshalski on the show. Marina is a multi-award winning instructional design and e-learning expert with over 15 years experience, conferred with the top 100 leaders in education award for significant contributions towards the field of education at GFEL. Marina is the author of the Instructional Design for E-Learning book and the creator of the Instructional Design for E-Learning program. Her work has been featured in TND Magazine, E-Learning Industry, Training Magazine, California Management Review, HR.com, SHRM, and more. Wow, that's a super impressive background. I'm so glad to have you. Welcome, Marina. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. First, I'd love to learn a little bit about your background. How did you get started in instructional design and why did you choose this career path? So I always loved teaching. I enjoyed teaching ever since I was a child. But then I realized that even though I loved teaching, most of all, I actually enjoyed preparing teaching materials. But I didn't know that there is such a career. And then I got my bachelor's degree in linguistics and modern languages. And then I started working in one of the federal government agencies. And there I was responsible, actually one of my responsibilities was to create uh, instructor lab training. So I really enjoyed that part. And uh, then I started researching and I realized that there is a program and I enrolled in a master's degree. And that's how I got started, basically. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of people that fall into it. They're like, oh, how this is awesome. Like that was me too. I was a teacher and then I realized how that the best part of it is designing the curriculum. Exactly. Yeah. So why did you start your elearningworld.com? Well, first I actually wrote a book and then I started a blog where I basically kept my thoughts about e-learning and instructional design and I just wanted to keep everything organized. So I just kept the blog for myself and uh, basically I wrote a book for myself too and for my colleagues. So I it wasn't really intentional. Um, I would also share my blogs and articles and thoughts on like LinkedIn and other social media platforms. And then people started commenting and approaching me and asking questions, asking for feedback on their projects. And then I also started getting requests for uh, like taking on freelance projects, which I wasn't planning to do. So because I already had a book and I had a blog and I also had some website projects, I just decided to make it official and just uh, build a website and start a business. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, I can tell you've had it for quite some time. And yeah, I started back in uh, 2013. Okay. So that's when I wrote the book, my first book. Your website has many resources related to the importance of copywriting. Why do you think copywriting is so crucial for an instructional designer to learn? 
I believe that text has a really big impact on user experience, on learning, uh, learner engagement. So I strongly believe that clear copy can actually change learners' experience and can help them understand and actually like, retain the information and actually be able to dissect a complex content and uh, concept into you know easy to understand uh, language. So. I believe that copy is probably the most important part of uh, creating your e-learning curriculum. That makes sense. And that was your degree was linguistics. Yeah, that's all connected, I guess. I never thought of it that way though. So what is agile e-learning development and why do you recommend it to instructional designers? Agile approach actually focuses on speed, flexibility, and collaboration, which is very important in creating e-learning courses. So you're not waiting to actually see what learners think about your course until it's actually developed and ready to be implemented. So instead you're constantly talking to your stakeholders, you're constantly getting feedback. And this actually saves a lot of time at the end and not just time, but also money and other resources because you don't have to go back and redo everything you can because you're constantly communicating you're just redoing bits and pieces and changing things as you go and that like i said saves a lot of time and money and there is no, not that much rework involved at the very end so uh that's why i like that approach to e-learning design that's very interesting well i mean just like going through the whole evaluation and then it makes sense getting feedback as you go instead of well you yeah. i mean in the evaluation phase you are getting feedback but you don't review it all until the end so reviewing it as they're going exactly yeah that helps a lot yeah and that's what you need i mean it's so tedious with building courses yeah so referring to your most recent book how to train remote employees what is your biggest secret to training a remote employee i'd say respecting their time by creating training that's like on demand, providing quick bytes of information. So you're basically using micro learning approach, focusing on the goals and the why behind the training so that they actually know why they're taking the training, the BIFM approach, the what's in it for me. I also think it's important to actually keep like all training in one centralized place. So like LMS and just keeping it all there so that they know where to go and can actually bookmark it. And then I think providing lots of feedback. So feedback is very important in everything that I do. I try to provide as much feedback as I can in all of my courses, whether synchronous, asynchronous, on demand. So any courses, I feedback is my big thing. I think that will be very helpful for a lot of people. Remote training is growing. So in addition to the multiple books that you've written, I've noticed that you've also written many articles for well-known companies like the e-learning industry, Training Magazine, and TND Magazine, referring to your article in TND Magazine, make your e-learning portfolio stand out. What do you suggest is the most important thing that beginners should keep in mind when first building their instructional design portfolio? So I think making a list of your experiences and then making a list of all the samples that you have and trying to match the samples to your experiences. 
I recommend including a variety of samples to showcase your writing, your design, your development skills, a variety of skills. And then think about the most logical way to actually organize your portfolio and also the tools that uh, you want to use. There are free tools, there are paid tools. Do you want to invest in a paid tool or do you just want to go with a free one? So, and that also depends on the organization of the portfolio a lot and the artifacts that you have, how interactive they are, or they're just like basically documents. So again, try to avoid a variety. Basically being able to answer all these questions, make all this list, have like all these artifacts, that's key. Also, I recommend asking for permission to use the artifacts that you have because uh, you don't want to end up having them in your portfolio and you're not allowed to use them, especially if they were created for like, government agencies or, you know, private clients. So just make sure that you have that permission. So I would say these are the first steps to creating your first e-learning portfolio. Why was the book Instructional Design for e-learning is so important for you to write? After receiving my master's degree and actually getting like my first uh, corporate job as an instructional designer, I realized that I did have a lot of knowledge, but it wasn't organized and it wasn't like all flowing and I wanted everything in one place. And I kept reading different books and watching different videos, but I couldn't find everything in just like one centralized location. I kept uh, having to look for additional articles and books. So, and I needed more practical knowledge too. So I really wanted something that had examples, case studies, and I really couldn't find a lot of information. So I felt like I wanted to write something that would cover basically everything that was missing. That's how I started the book. I basically wrote the book for myself to cover the knowledge that I needed to have. And then it just like, started selling and then even colleges started uh, reaching out to me and they, they were like we want to use your book and you, can you send us a desk copy that's how it all like, started and then later i decided to make a companion course based on that book and that took off too so it was kind of unexpected like i said i started writing the book for myself and for other colleagues but then it just like that going. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah, thank you. I was excited about it. It's unexpected, but it was it was a good thing. Yeah, I think you should definitely be excited about that. And it just seems like the type of book that you could just refer to like a reference book, like a coffee table yeah. kind of book. Exactly. What is your biggest tip to maintaining a business in instructional design? I'd say providing lots of value. I share lots of helpful content. I like to share a lot of blog articles, content on my social media platforms for free so that people can just use it and apply it to uh, their courses. I think like actually genuinely wanting to help people. And the other thing is staying up to date. E-learning is constantly changing. It's evolving. So staying current, applying what you learn, that's important. Yeah. With instructional design, we are continuously learning. I feel like that's just 
ingrained in the career. What is your favorite thing about having a career in instructional design and e-learning? So the opportunity to actually help people improve their knowledge and skills, actually taking people from not knowing anything from zero to hero. So from knowing nothing to actually become mastering the skills that they need. I like when people actually get results. I like to create result-oriented courses. So I really like focus on the end goal. I know a lot of instructional designers, they like to focus on the interactivity, making it fun, engaging. I like that part too, but my main goal is to focus on the end result. I enjoy working with content. I like figuring out ways to organize the content in the most effective. And yes, the goal is super important. So if if I am a beginner and would like to transition to instructional design, what would you suggest the first thing to do? I'd suggest learning the basics of instructional design and e-learning. And then I'd recommend picking one authoring tool like Articulate or Storyline and learning it well, creating samples using this tool and then joining groups and communities. I also recommend building a portfolio with lots of samples of your work. Great, yeah. Yeah, so basics, e-learning authoring tool with lots of samples, again, portfolio, and joining groups and communities. What words of wisdom would you share with someone just getting started in instructional design? I think like no one became an instructional designer overnight. So we all learn, we can like all learn theories, right? Uh, Relatively quickly. And it doesn't take a lot of time to just learn the basics of instructional design, but it takes time and practice to become truly good at e-learning and instructional design. So I think excellent instructional designers, they go beyond the basics and they don't just rely on tactics and strategies they clearly understand how people learn and constantly explore ways to help learners learn more effectively. So I'd say practice, 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 and then explore ways to get better and um, see how people can get results. Continue exploring, practicing, and learning. I think that's really good advice. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so this is the last question. Please let the audience know about your free e-learning starter kit. So from your e-learning world, you can download your free e-learning starter kit. It it includes a lot of free information, like it has the roadmap to designing successful courses. It has like free e-learning tools, like different checklists. It has a checklist that will help you determine if e-learning is actually the right solution for you. It has lots of other free templates and resources. So just download it and I'm sure you'll love it. Okay, great. So you are an amazing contributor to the instructional design industry, Marina. Yeah. Thank you so much for all that you do and thank you for your time and doing this interview. I know this will have a positive impact for everyone that's watching. So thank you so much for sharing your experience. And I know this will bring great value to so many people watching. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. It was really nice being here. All right, that wraps up this week's podcast episode. And if you want some more help and more guidance, then make sure that you sign up for my free e-learning and instructional design for beginners toolkit tools and processes that'll actually help you start 
grow, and advance your instructional design and e-learning course development career. This toolkit will provide you with everything that you need to get started for a successful career in instructional design. Just go to www.eteachonline.com toolkit. So if you liked this podcast, then you should definitely sign up for the toolkit. Just head to my website at www.eteachonline.com toolkit. I've also got a ton of other free resources that can help you succeed in instructional design. Visit my website at www.eteachonline.com. Thanks so much for listening. Now go out there and take action on what you learned about instructional design today.